everybody, this is Daryl with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, sleepyheads! Welcome back to the Sleepy Hollow After Show. Yay! Talking about Season 2, Episode 3, The Root of All Evil. I am Matt Lieberman. Joining me as always, the panel is all here. Stephen Lemieux's here. I am the Root of All Evil Jack, on this panel. Jackie Borowski's here. Money is the Root of All Evil. Zach Wilson is here. I'm just the Root of Nothingness. No, oh. you're the Root of know. Happiness. That started as something better in my yeah. head. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? Nothingness. You're way too polite to be the Root of anything. Huh? Rude. Rude, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Start it off at $9. Woo! Oh, no, I don't even want to reward that with Punjar. a punjar. No. We're rewarding the I, fans, not me. Yeah, we're rewarding the fans for putting up with this nonsense. <sighs> um, so, uh, a fun, fun episode this week. Um, let's see. Uh, Katrina was almost useful. Uh, <laughs> we met uh, We met Mr. Hawley. Uh, and we will determine once and for all whether or not we like him. Uh, spoiler I like alert, I don't like him. Matt's <laughs> uh, jealous of his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Sheriff Reyes continues to be a thorn in our side, and Frank is stuck in, in Terrytown. We're all sad. I have um, I have a mini rant again, but we don't have to play any music for it. Let's, I, let's do it later. Well, no, to, this to, is what actually, do you want to no, talk about? This is addressing fan things. Oh, okay. So, Sorry. Um, a lot of the fans have said that Sheriff Reyes has been doing a good job. And I, on one hand, I say yes. I I understand that her coming in and trying to lay down the law is a good job. But I actually still disagree with that because, and it's not just because I'm, like, rooting for our team and I don't want anything to be in their way. It's also because when you come into a new department, you you want to set a balance between setting your your agenda and then figuring out what your team is about and finding out the strengths about your team. And so I think before... Before she came out, came in and just cleaned house, it would have been better for her to do maybe interviews with people. She already knew Abby, but to to see and Jenny aside, I do I do agree that it was sketchy for her to be getting guns from the basement. Um, 
But, I, I mean, to find out more about Ichabod, to find out more in general about, uh, um, oh my gosh, Frank. Yeah. I mean, it seems like she she didn't do a lot of interviewing before she was like, you, go to the crazy town it, it, place. It se- you're right. It seems like she didn't look at the case files with witch that burned three people to death. Or, or like monster that killed people. Freak disease that seemed like the Black Plague that existed for a day and then was subsequently just gone from Headless everybody. guy that shot people with shotgun shells. Yeah. And the fact that there's a legend called Sleepy Hollow. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that would be like the first step to research where she's going to. But I mean, you guys can tell us what you think, but I just, that's my take on it. I do think that if you come into a new department, and this is, I mean, this isn't any, any, any workplace whatsoever. You want to know who your assets are and who you have there and make full it's research. called management. It seemed like she just did that for Abby but didn't really look into anything else. Yeah. It does feel like she should have... The fact that Ichabod had worked so many cases that had been somewhat at least successfully solved warrants looking into. Mm-hmm. Like, if only in an, in a in an investigative manner of, like, why is this going on? Right. Instead of just dismissing him. I would be kind of put off if somebody, like, walked into my workplace. Like, let's say we had a new injury in Marlowe, and was like, hello, I come from 200 years ago, I'm blah, 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 blah. Like, I'd be kind of put off. Yeah. But so yeah, I don't that's really... I don't, I don't think he said that to her, though. No, but, like, you, I think because we're so into the season and into the series that we, we love it so much that we don't really notice that... It's kind of freaking weird to see a guy dressed like that walking around the police station. Yeah, and the the same, when does. she uh, Abby brings him to Tarrytown, she's like, "Oh, you're admitting someone? Yeah, totally. That guy totally looks crazy." <laughs> no, um, we're visiting our friend Frank. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. His lawyer said you two can't be here. Oh, I agree with really, Zach, though, that you want to know, though, if this person was put on that many cases. Like, there there have been nutty professors mm-hmm. throughout my whole life, and sometimes they dress kind of weird. Yeah, okay, but here's the thing, right? They they are painting this person, they're painting this woman as cold, as something off, as someone that we don't like, I think specifically to make us not trust her because it'll be a red herring and then we should trust her. The same way that at the top of season one, I didn't trust Frank at all and I thought he knew more than he was, than he was Mm -hmm. letting on. Uh, but in this case, it's taken to the next level because Frank never cold-bloodedly killed anybody. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, like, I, I know that the situation was feeling like maybe it would get out of hand and she was trying to protect her officer, but she was far too cool about just, like, blam, and then put the gun back. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Let's no conversation whatsoever. And then going and then going uh, out hunting with this dude and just walking away coolly. She doesn't give a crap. She's just, I don't know. There's this something is, so no, off about her. but this is a question about, uh, about how police forces are in, the, in America. And we've had a lot of, we've had a lot of news stories recently about this mm-hmm. where should police officers immediately shoot to kill? And you would think the answer is no. No. Shoot her in the leg if exactly. you're going to shoot. That's what I was thinking too, because I'm like, you can, there's a way of disabling this woman where, where she doesn't have to die. I certainly well, hope that this wasn't intentional political commentary because I really no, I don't think so. No, no, absolutely not. I think okay. they were just trying to show how how terrible these people turned because of the coin. But I don't. But you guys keep referencing how sketchy she is and all. She's super sketchy and like I know we know she has a heart now because she gave the file to Abby at the end of the episode. But mm-hmm. why would they want Jenny to kill her? 
if she was on their side. I don't think I don't think she's sketchy. I think she's just a no BS cop, and I think that's what it is. That gets rid of Jenny, though. Like, if she murders her, I doubt she's getting away after that. You're not getting out with community service and murder, if you murder a sheriff. It still doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense that the sheriff is on Malik's side or on the bad per- people's oh, side. Oh, no, yeah, no yeah, we're yeah. not saying yeah. that at all. We're saying that she's a red herring. I think that the the writers and the producers of this show are presenting her in a way to make us not trust her so that when uh, it comes time later and we have that leap of faith, it's going to be that much more narratively fulfilling when she is part of the crew, when she is helping out, when she is on their side, because she is presented as this just tough wall of frustration. Yeah, she's she's tough. Uh, She's not a ray of sunshine, but... Yeah, and we got evil coins Punjar. going on. Yeah, I got it. Oh, okay, <laughs> fine. What are we, 950? It took me a second. Yeah. Um, so uh, here's the thing, though. You you were mentioning why would Moloch and them want her to kill uh, this sheriff. Uh, it's not necessarily that. This coin, uh, it makes you flip on your loyalties, and it was her loyalty to Abby that she was flipping. And Abby was saying, you know, we should trust this woman... We should trust this sheriff. She's not against us. Uh, so, you know, flipping against her loyalty to Abby means taking this person out. You know, it just... That's my one qualm with this with this episode. And I don't... I always... I love this show, and I really enjoy watching it. But it just didn't make sense why it's Reyes that she's going after. It just didn't make sense because the whole the whole controversy, not controversy, but the whole drama of the first season was that Jenny didn't forgive Abby and then she forgave Abby and all that. Well, but I, I think- feel like the deep seated the deep seated like emotions towards you're loyal, but then it flips your loyalties would be her. But it doesn't flip your loyalties because Jeremy says it doesn't flip your loyalties. It just unearths the darkness that's within and you. And I feel the darkness would be against Abby and not even, against Reyes. Even more than the woman that she blames for putting her mother away and causing her mom's suicide? I, I that's wholly a good disagree. That's a good point. I agree. I agree with Matt as well. And I think, for me, the pleasant surprise, because Abby definitely thought she Jenny was going to kill her, so the pleasant surprise to me is that um, Jenny didn't actually go after Abby. So it means that Jenny, even in her darkest hour, s- does not see Abby as an enemy. Mm-hmm. And so that, for me, was that. that's and what that reveal meant. It was very beautiful. Yeah. Um, so the big conceit in this episode is we have these evil coins, the 30 pieces of silver that Judas was paid to betray Jesus. And I, I, I love when this show, uh, you know, takes its, its, uh, big concepts and applies them to real historical events, uh, namely Benedict Arnold, and that this is, uh, these coins are the reason why Benedict Arnold flipped, uh, on the Americans during the American Revolution. I thought that was great. It's- Do you guys... Uh, you go ahead. Oh, do you guys watch Drunk History? No. No. Um, I know you guys said that before, but I feel like I have to say it on air because yeah. I already know that. Um, there was an episode, of, and I don't know how factually accurate like the actual stories behind <laughs> Drunk History are, but there was an episode of Drunk History where uh, they said that Benedict Arnold, it was actually the woman he married who was a British loyalist who convinced him to change sides. And I know historically there's probably a lot of other things underlying that, but I I found that fascinating because later in the episode, Ichabod was like, he would have taken it all back if he could. Yeah. Mm. 
You, you get a new girlfriend, lose a lot of friends. Well, for no, for him though, when you when you read the history, like it was probably building up in him because he was uh, he was seeing the. He was seeing the um, money deteriorate. The co- the how mu- how much the money was worth mm-hmm. was going down um, for the. They were flooding. Uh, they were flooding American yeah. streets with false currency yeah. to completely devalue American currency and and ruin their economy before it mm-hmm. even started. Yep. Um, I do want to say as much as like oh it was the coins that Judas was paid to betray Jesus Christ. As much as that was like a really moment, it was also like kind of cool because I was thinking more like. Oh, this is like Indiana Jones and like the Ark of the Covenant. Like it kind of had that feel to it, where it's like, this is the kind of stuff that you feel like Indiana Jones would find in one of his movies, and you'd be like, what? <laughs> That's crazy! Mm-hmm. And then you tear at his heart, and it would be like. It was fairly original. Like I hadn't heard of that before. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't think to think that that's what it was. I don't think anyone's ever treated those pieces of silver as like an artifact. Usually, it's used as like a metaphor. Well, usually they use like anything, any artifacts related to like that history would be the Ark of the Covenant or the Spear of Destiny, which is the the spear that the soldier. Yeah, the stabbed. one that, that Hitler wanted. Yeah, and that's mm. those are like usually the only two real things, or like a piece of wood from the cross, but. I was actually kind of happy and surprised that we brought in. It was something, something new. that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, yes. you know, yeah. and you know, it was. Uh, I'm trying to like lump in some kind of pun about bargain, or you get what you pay for, but it's it's just not coming. So, <clears throat> uh, so yeah, we look. Money can change people's minds. It's ten ten dollars. <laughs> um, so uh, we we go to the bank uh, because we get we we uh, we're tracking Henry. Um, after they find out that they can't get into Terrortown, and they see him leaving this bank, and shortly thereafter, gunshots go off inside. And this woman who had been working there her entire like adult life, who was so loyal to the bank, was shooting up the place trying to get what was hers because of this evil coin. How screwed up was it? The 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 kid who got the coin, and then he blew up his dad. I was like, dang, that was so horrible. devastating. Oof. And I love Nicole Bahari because the look on her face. Was she had this great look, which was the look you would She's have, such which an was amazing like, actress. which was like, I can't just, I can't believe this just happened, and and it was like we couldn't believe can it we, happened. Can we talk about the grounding power of Nicole Bahari's performance on this show? She is so very, very good. Like as great as Tom Meissen is, he is still putting on this character. He's putting on airs. He's playing this guy. She plays it so real. You can't even tell you she's can, acting. You can't. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, why it's so easy to buy everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Is she grounds it so well with her performance. Yes. She's amazing yes. on this show. Yes. If we didn't have, I don't, this is this is why this show works, because if we didn't have a team of really good actors at the core, it, the whole conceit would fall apart. And you that's would, why I don't watch Z Nation. Aww. <laughs> we don't knock other, other shows. <laughs> yeah, Steven. Steven. <laughs> Bad coins, bad coins. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do? What, what you gonna, gonna do when you spend a few? Bank holiday. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm theme? mixing my shows up. Why is the theme this year money is evil? What's the root of all evil? That's true. Well, you said it. It was the first thing you said on this podcast. <laughs> it was. It yeah. was. Uh, but, I, but, I'm so sleepy hollow right now. Oh. Yeah, we take the show so late. Why? That's <laughs> that's That's... It was a pun. 10, oh, it was a pun. Ten fifty. Fine. I punned. Pun jar. Oh, first Jackie pun of first the season. Pun of the season. 
Um, all right, before we move on, I would like to uh, talk about iTunes, as I do on the weekly basis, because it makes me happy, it fills me with joy and with glee. Don't you dare <laughs> skip ahead, because then you won't see what I have to say about this topic, I say. This topic here today. Take iTunes, iTunes. Shut up. <laughs> you stopped Dr. Stop Dr. Seuss from I was Dr. Seussing all over this plug. What's the use in Dr. Oh. Seuss? <sighs> Can I give him a pun no, for that? No, no. He gets, he gets ostracized. He gets no points, and <laughs> may God have mercy on his I have been soul. waiting three days for Zach to read this comment on iTunes because I find it so hilarious. <sighs> All right, but can I say why they should go to iTunes first? I mean, I know they know, but it just it makes me feel good. I thought good. your whole po- you poem for like ten minutes about iTunes and you didn't tell them why? iTunes, iTunes. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful service. A place where you can go and get great service. Yes, I rhymed service with service. Don't knock me now. Come on, let's do this. Hey, it's iTunes. It's the place that you go. You rate and review our wonderful show. You can help us out. And after Buzz, we do lots of shows. Isn't that nice? That doesn't rhyme with buzzes, okay? <laughs> um, we have the most after shows of any platform on the web. Uh, it's pretty impressive, I think, what we do here. Please rate and review the show. It's how we get our sponsors. It's how we get guests. And, uh, you know, you get a nice shout-out here on the show. Zach, will you read these reviews? Matt likes to rhyme, and that's just fine, but I call it a crime. It probably <laughs> is. Uh, all right, from uh, Big K sixty six. Great time is had by all. Pod, uh, great time is had by all. Great podcast for a great show. Uh, I love listening to this podcast. It gives me insight on the show, and just enjoy listening. Uh, a little bit of Monica says even better than last season. You guys said catacombs like seventy times. <laughs> catacombs. And that, <laughs> and that is awesome. I will say that I'm tired of the show telling us Katrina is a powerful witch or no. Instead of showing us she, she's capable of doing any magic whatsoever, <laughs> she, can, she can be in a room while people talk. And she changed her outfit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a lot for that's one lot day for, for Katrina. Yes. <laughs> you guys are hilarious together, and I always enjoy Jackie's rants. <laughs> Looking forward to next week's podcast as much as the show itself. Uh, Automated Joy says, Super entertaining Sleepy Hollow podcast. I love listening to this team recapping the weekly episodes, their predictions, and their punny commentary. This podcast is at his head and shoulders above the rest. Aww. Uh, Aaron's Go Braggs says, Best after show hosts. The most fun after show to listen to. You guys always make my day smile and laugh. Steven, Matt, and Jackie and Zach, you are totally awesome. You guys have such good chemistry and have fun, have to find another show when Sleepy Hollow is not on to do together. Well, when Strain comes yeah, back. Yeah, we did know? the Strain together. You could listen so you to that. you got 13 whole more episodes. Yeah, you could mainline that whole season right now. <laughs> um, T-Nails, one, two, three, four, five. Accepting your challenge. This was my first time watching the After Buzz podcast on Sleepy Hollow. Love your take on what's going on with Sleepy Hollow. I'm, I'm Team Ikabi. I'm reading fast here as well and, and I'm honestly trying to figure out what purpose Katrina served especially after episode 2 <laughs> yeah. you guys are awesome and hilarious I will be watching from now on uh, Sista Knit hilarious show I love these hosts and especially the chemistry between them all Matt especially makes me laugh when he goes on one of his rants Sleepy oh, Hollow is a great show and their observations make the experience so much better keep the shows coming uh, from the ashes of the almost human podcast comes my favorite current podcast crew uh, it's le- oh let 
Langley. It's Langley M. Neely. Hey, Langley. Uh, Langley's my uh, boy. I love Langley. Yeah. Uh, I love this guy. After enduring the ultimate untimely demise of Almost Human and the podcasting joy of, of Matt and Zach, it's been a pleasure coming on board the Sleepy Hollow train. Finding the combo of Jackie, Steven, and Matt during last year's Purgatory Prom made me giddy <laughs> with joy at the return of this band of punjar filling fools. Oh, yeah, we gotta Serious do note, sort of fan fiction again. Both Matt and oh Zach God. are personally responsible for getting me through the death of my mother early this year oh. with the kindness they showed me and the various other podcasts they've entertained me with this year. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season because this podcast is heads and shoulders above the rest. Oh, Langley, I love you too, man. And I'm going to give you a pun jar for that. And uh, I think we're like ten fifty. I think, now. I think we're at eleven. That's eleven, That's it's 11. 11 bucks. Uh, I think there's th- one more view. Three of the best podcast hosts. <laughs> Why are you even doing this? Zach is here. From Smiley, one, two, three, four, five, six, they seven, eight, nine, zero. only listen to the first season. Listening to this podcast is like discussing the show with awesome friends. This, the deep discussion and speculation of these three bring the fandom together. Steve, love your puns alternately. Uh, alternatively, with your deep thoughts. You, sir, are a conundrum. Jackie, your Buffy references, feminism, and it could be shipping are amazing. Everyone should have a friend a like you. Matt, the leader, thank you for keeping the show on track and on point. You, sir, are hilarious and are making my fellow fanboys slash fangirls proud. To Yay. all of you, thank you. Aww. That's okay. Thanks, I'm not guys. I'm not hurt at all. No, Zach is a wonderful addition to this show. We are now a full family. I'm not going to chill. We are. Panel. Yeah. Uh, okay, speaking of family, what Family is not complete without a lawyer. I'm a lawyer, Pa. You should love me, says Henry Parrish. Where did he Attorney get his law, law degree from? Because <laughs> here's the thing. when He got it online. He made a deal okay, with the devil. Yes, yeah. but... He's named after a church. That devil would have to register him in the state of New York as an attorney. And he would have had to have, like, presumably passed the fake bar... In, or the real bar. Or the real bar. And then, so he's saying he has all these clients now. Are they doing, are they vetting him? Like, or are they just like, are you hey, kidding, Jack- Parrish, oh my God, you're Jackie. delicious. He doesn't have Jackie. real oh clients. God. He was just referencing <laughs> Frank. He was referencing the people. He was referencing call. Frank. He doesn't have any other clients. No, he has the, the kid who blew up the shop. Yes. Yeah, that's oh, really? He, yeah, he has the kid. He and, says that. He says that he's representing He was like, Dad, kid. I'm building up a clientele. I was like, people who aren't going to vet you. Yeah, we know he's representing him because like, oh, the lawyer came by and checked out the evidence earlier. Because you just let your client's lawyer or the cl- the people you have locked up's lawyer come in and just mm-hmm. put their hands all up on that just evidence. rifle right through it. You That's know. how a, the system works. Law. Why did you put my hood on? Because it's fun. Uh, <laughs> and I had an opportunity and I took it. Um, yeah. So uh, Katrina is almost helpful in this episode. <laughs> Uh, where she witnesses a conversation between Mirror Von Brunt and uh, Henry Parrish, uh, where Henry's like, "Yeah, I'm staying. Yeah, I'm staying at my mom's house, you know, or whatever." And and Von Brunt is like something about Katrina, and he's like, "Don't you dare think that she's something." I this as soon as I see Katrina, my my mind turns to jelly. Because she's pretty and all of her scenes are boring. I want a spinoff series just called Almost Helpful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be perfect on Fox if, Network. Yeah, it'd be, oh. it'd be a sitcom where someone drops a cup and a person like kind of reaches out to pick it up and, and then it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, and then Henry teleports behind her because 
why is it that Henry has the power of teleportation like only when it's convenient for the writers, but he doesn't use it like all the time? Why does he walk out of any? Why does he walk out of anywhere? Why is he walking out of that bank in the first place? Walk to the bathroom and teleport. He, I think he used it on the street. Drops the coin, and he's like way far away. Because he's probably just, like, standing there, and then he thinks, that was an island dressing, and then, like, goes off on this food tangent, because this is fringe now. I think he's just (laughs) old, and he has to conserve his powers. I guess so. I love his acting, though. The way he portrays this character is amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad he's creepy, because, honestly, the the talking version of Headless is not (laughs) creepy. He's a little less intimidating. So, like, when they cut and they show him staying there, head like, as Headless, and I'm like... That's this is great. It's creepy when they're having conversation and he's headless. Like that's great. And then they go to the mirror and I'm like, I don't find you threatening. Can anymore. you just imagine like they have a kissing scene and she somebody rips the necklace off and it's just like a <laughs> neck spurting <laughs> blood on her. I actually am pro that kissing scene <laughs> because it would make Katrina interesting. It would be, it'd be like Katrina ripped the necklace. <laughs> Wait, Jackie, what were you gonna say? So, uh, fun fact from uh, Tom Meissen fans on <gasps> Twitter. Love them. Uh, there are three actors who play headless. There's there's the guy who was cast as old timey timey Abraham von Brunt with the curly cues. Mm-hmm. Then there's a stunt man who plays who plays uh, headless headless who is the hot body you see walking around and he wears like <laughs> he wears like a mask or whatever it is uh, that they like a blue or green ski yeah. mask yeah that they green screen off and then there's another guy who is a stunt man for headless on horseback. Oh. Interesting. Yes. So um, those abs you see, they're a stuntman's abs. They're well, not- of course they'd have to be. <laughs> I mean, they're that rock hard. It's the truth. Um, yeah, so Katrina, she deduces uh, from flat out overhearing it that... Um, <laughs> That well, it hen- probably means that it's misinformation. No, because he's there. He turns out to be there at the end of the episode. Yeah, no, they know true. she's there. Yeah, why are they having these secret conversations? Because they have no one else to talk to. They're lonely. Because <laughs> it moves the story along. Yeah. And I'm they have so to have the conversations lonely. in the barn because Abraham von Brunt is not allowed from? in the house. What is that from? I can't remember. Um, oh, I, oh, Abraham, I'm so lonely. Oh, it is a little shop of horrors. Is it? No, but Look, it's like, I, 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 I just want someone to talk to. My mom and dad are so mean. They don't want Moloch to come to Earth. I'm so lonely. That's, that's like, the little uh, boy who got he got put in a coffin. I am so lonely. Yes, right. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, like, like, I've been outspoken about the fact that I'm I'm team uh, Katrina Bond. I don't know. If you are team Katrina Bond? I am still. I like her body too. Jack, I'm not going to Katrina. It Katrina, but, yeah. Like, Friend I hate Merle that she's the just there. Ugh. I hate that she's just there as like this can right now. She's just like they're they're like ignoring her. Like she's not in the other room. She's literally like one of those. What are they called when like the parents buy a babysitter bear? That have like the cameras. Nanny cam? She's literally a nanny cam right now. She's and just sitting in Abby the room and listening to everything. Abby is not thrilled. Uh, like, because it, Abby is intelligent. Yeah, and she and Ichabod's like, what? I, you, do you have a problem with me, you know, like, with her, like, you know, staying there? And she's like, ugh, really? Really? You want to talk about this right now? Ichabod, I just okay. can't even. No, I can't even. Okay, we, we did all that, <laughs> and you let her stay there, you idiot. Of course I'm not happy. Of course I'm not happy with you. 
which is why we need to introduce a hunky new potential love interest who I cannot stand. I cannot stand him. Just, his face is, is he has great hair. He has great hair. I'm sure he looks great with his shirt off, but as a character, I do not see the I'm appeal sure for Abby in one bit. He is a privateer. He is interested in profit and nothing else. And his acting style is nowhere near as good as Nicole What's, what's the ship name now? Halabi? Halabi. <laughs> what's uh, his first? I guess Abley. He goes by Hall, like Ab, it would be Abley. No. I will say, though, he's given more... He is very Abley. That sounds like, a, that sounds like you're an adverb describing somebody with abs. Like, you're very Abley. That's what I'm saying. Abley. He is Abley. <laughs> I will say that they gave him more to do in one episode than Katrina has been given for <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that therein is his one plus as like a possible love triangle. He's a privateer. I guess I guess my big thing is like more than I'm pro Ichabod and Katrina, I'm just anti Abby and Ichabod. I want them. Why are, they are best, Why are you so mean? I want them to be best of friends. Why does it have to be more? Sometimes when you're really best friends with somebody, you want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> what That's best friend have you had act. in the past who had who liked you and you didn't want things to change? <laughs> I have no comment on this matter. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Why, why can't Ichabod just have everybody? No. I mean, he can. He no. can have us all. The, you, know what the ship, you know what the ship name movie, for all the women TV with Ichabod's called? This is not called Ichabod what Does called? the Town. The, the, the ship name for Ichabod with everyone in this show is called Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> that's my OTP. Is Ichabod everybody. It's so bad, it's good. Yeah. I um, ship Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> Sleepy Big Hollow Love. It's not a pun. I'm gonna give it money. Just gonna give it even money. This Holly guy, though, he's like, uh, he's kind of like a Han Solo character. So he's like, whereas Ichabod and Abby more, more or less complement each other. Mm -hmm. He's like a total polar opposite. Yeah, I see them getting doing that whole like Princess Leia Han Solo thing where they get into like fights and then and then decide they like each other, even though I'm still. He's literally the douchey blonde guy who betrays Drake in Uncharted. Like, he's literally that guy. Every show needs a douchey blonde guy, Steve. We have no. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Am I blonde now? You are You've blonde. always been blonde. Dirty blonde. I consider you blonde. Okay. I consider you blonde. I consider me, like, Well, my brown. original hair color yeah. is yours, and I still consider that blonde. Yeah. So, uh, he says, you know, I might know something about a coin. Yeah, it's just going to cost you. Yeah, we're not paying you anything. I oh. might know something about a coin, and I'm looking at one, you dime. That's what he should have said to <sighs> What does that even $12. mean? Twelve dollars. What does that even mean? No. You know, you know, wait, you've never heard the term dime before? No. It's a dime it's a is a perfect ten. ten. Oh, oh. That makes yeah. sense. Like, like girl, di- you a dime. Like a dime piece is like yeah, a you a dime piece. No one, Anybody would be I lucky to have a dime piece. I don't know if that's fortunately or unfortunately <laughs> no one has ever said <laughs> yeah. that to me. Jackie, you... You're more like a penny. No, Jackie, you're a dime piece. You're so Anyone would be lucky to have you. Is that what they meant when they kept calling me a nickel? <laughs> no, I don't even want to touch that with a 10,000 foot pole. You're a solid pace. Um, so, Holly, right? <laughs> Consecrated glass. Getting it. He does so. He breaks a window. Ichabod is not thrilled. He with the consecrated so, glass. Yeah. If you consecrate... Oh, if you phew, cons- that was close. How do you consecrate ga- glass? Because all I can think of is the term like consecrating marriage, and I don't think it's similar. You bless it. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. so it's just like a church glass, a yeah. church glass. Yeah, glass. And it got okay. blessed with the crossing and all the stuff. I actually really enjoyed this scene. I did. Like, I have some sins to confess. <laughs> and it was so brilliant because the when you do lay it out like he laid it out, you're like, yeah, that's pretty much accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I got a, got a crazy family life, and uh, yeah, it's kind of all my fault. My so. son's a lawyer. He's uh, he's doing pretty well. He's yeah. got he's got several clientele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two, 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 two clients. Uh, um, Mollick and partners. Yeah, <laughs> Mollick and, and sons. <laughs> uh, no, his name his 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 name was uh, it was Parish and Cipher. Yeah, just because he's he is a cipher. But yeah. I really oh, wish it would have been Mollick and yeah. sons. Moloch and Sons is funny. I that's a, that's figure, a sitcom on TBS. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who Cypher was. No, was like it's, it, no it's like, it's, it's the it is a Cypher. He is a Cypher. He doesn't exist. That is what it is. Got it. It's, it's also, yeah, it's Joey them. Pants yeah. in, in The Matrix. Um, yeah, so we'll see how this Holly thing develops. I'm not a huge fan right now. I would like to see any reason why someone as great as Abby would denigrate herself with such a low life. Maybe they'll Tuh. just holly mom. <laughs> okay, that one gets it. Yeah, okay. that's, that's what is that, 1250? Good, yeah, 1250. Yeah. We had to bump it up. I mean, yeah. We're on episode three, I think. Poor Frank, stuck in Tarrytown. And every time I say Tarrytown, I want to <laughs> think of like tiny town, of like a tiny little town, like the tiny town that that uh, Henry bought made. How awesome is Henry building a Beetlejuice town? He's so good at it. He's got so much talent, and his dad doesn't even get to see his talent. The Beetlejuice theme, and I was like, Henry Parrish is going to bring Beetlejuice in, and he's going to grab him from the little town. Mm-hmm. Okay, well let me be frank for a second. It's another one. Um. What do you guys think of this? Because we've got we've got an image of the town, and we have him putting a flag in, and that's what the coin caused. It was that explosion with the coin. I feel like throughout the season we're going to see more and more flags, and I think we're going to get some kind of like full metal alchemist reveal where it's like a pentagram on yeah. the town, and he's summoning Moloch through the town because the only plan is to bring Moloch back through acts of chaos. I, he's, he is the I, god of chaos. I agree with that. I could I could see that. I give that theory five upside down stars. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they I, have five points, right? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. I um, there has to be a reason as to why they showed that. So yes, I would agree. If they're, it, it can't just be that Henry likes to build models. And it's also kind of interesting because if you look at it on a plain outsider view, he's building models. He's he he dresses like a like a, his mom dressed him. Like he dresses like a yeah. kid, and he's playing with models now. I mean, he hadn't really. And he got all mad he and flamed his bed. Alone. He grew up yeah. alone with his little golem buddy in his in his house of golem buddies. I don't know where what his house was. What did we learn? He learned we learned that he lived in he's living in the house that his mom had had, had as, no, as a baby. But in. like did he just travel with the golem to grow up or No, he didn't get to grow up at all. Yeah, he was like but he was like twelve or something. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but, well, I thought he was like that. sixteen or something. Yeah. He was he was like a preteen teenager. Yeah, the golem was his bodyguard. Um and he never really left the town and he got consecrated and thrown in in a ditch. Um womp womp. Yeah. Uh Happens to the best of us. It's true. <laughs> uh, poor Frank. Uh, Ichabod figures out a great way to visit him in Tarrytown. Not visit him. And have him just kind of wonder, Crane? Can I, can I say something? This is another thing where 
maybe it's because the town is so small. But if you go to if you go to a uh, a mental health facility, mm-hmm. you can't go past the front entrance to visit somebody because you can't be back there with the patients. So they come to the it's it's like prison almost where they come to the screen to see you or they come out into the lobby in a meeting room to see you you wouldn't be going back there into a room and if if uh frank is supposedly one of their most volatile patients why would he be allowed to just walk around anyway two words jackie Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> Boom! We play by our own <laughs> rules. Beep, 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 beep. I was like, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst run psychiatric place ever. Where yeah. basically the sheriff can come in and well, tell you Jenny that you're getting electroshock She walked out multiple times. And she was the one who they were like worried about killing everyone in the town. Yeah, Lady Terminator, or Sarah Connor basically all walked I, out multiple I, times. All I can think of is the Simpsons where they lock Homer in jail in Japan and it's just paper walls. <laughs> oh. Uh, I do think it was a clever idea, though, from Ichabod's part, knowing how bad the security is there. I, I have to assume that it's just like a minimum security thing. I don't think they consider Frank a flight risk, so mm. they're not really keeping a tight lid on him. Because he believes in something crazy, but he's not violent. As long as he's got a 7-up, he's good. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, um, but yeah, he's not he's not a violent guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also on medication, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. he seemed like it. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. so weirdly zoned. He's, he's, how long have you been waiting here? How long have I been here? What day is it? What year is it? What? He's getting me out. My family needs me. Uh, I'm a murderer. Favorite line of the episode. Um, and Ichabod encourages him, no, 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 no. If Malik wants you out, you got to stay here, buddy. All right? This is, this is where you should be. But we don't know way, what's going on with that blood contract. But the way he was looking at that business card seems like he wants to get out. Well, of course he does. Uh, and maybe maybe that's why he's acting that way is because uh, having signed the blood contract, he can, his soul can now be controlled. And that's why he's in a daze. You know what I want to see next episode? I want to see Hessians again. Yeah! We had Hessians in the first episode. Want them again. Yeah, but they were in like purgatory. <laughs> we haven't like had them be like explained again yet. I need like some Hessian history. Okay, I see it. Yeah. It's not found out that I uh, the only descendant that I can track that fought in the Revolutionary War were Hessians. Oh. Really? I ship it. Zach and what? his great 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 grandfather. Yeah, I'll ship that. I ship <laughs> it. That's my OT. So hey. basically, what I'm saying is, watch out. Okay, good. It's good to know. Um, anything else? Oh, so, mom, okay? Jenny and Abby's mom, it turns out, was being haunted by demons. Real demons. And that's why she's in Terrytown. Yeah, that wasn't teased since, like, the first episode. Um, but it turns out that the same demons were haunting her, which is why she wound up in Terrytown. It's why she acted so crazy when they were children. It's why she died, if she died. It's why there were three white trees. Oh, wait, we don't know why there were four white trees. Four white trees. Yeah. Damn, good memory, Matt. I mean, they were in... Two two weeks ago, they showed the four white trees. Good memory. Four horsemen. Yeah. Um, I I liked this because I feel like all last season we got hints about their mom and we didn't really learn anything. And so I'm excited to learn something about their mom because I feel their mom really plays a role in this. And I feel that Sheriff Reyes, just like you said with the red herring, to let Abby have the file... 
she has to know something because she stepped in and instead of having her arrested or something else terrible happening to her, she put her in Terrytown for her own protection. Mm-hmm. And Abby knew that and then she gave Abby this file. I feel like she's trying to hint something to Abby without actually telling her. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there. What if... No, there's no way she's good coven. There's no way she's good coven. What am I thinking? Reyes? Where is good coven? I don't know. Good coven hasn't been on the scene in a long time. (laughs) And the Hessians and the angels. We have Katrina. She's good coven. When did we have angels? We need angels. We were promised them. We had Sandman. We did have a Sandman. Sandman was badass. Rock and Rontius. Rock and Rontius. Rock and Rontius. It, it does feel like there's a lot of mythology that they yeah. have available that they have yet to play with. Yes. I'm wondering if we're going to find Mom in, like, Purgatory or something. That's possible. I mean, um, we've gone to Purgatory a lot, so I almost don't want to go back there for a while. Sure. But. What, what about the prom? <laughs> Are you going to go back for the prom? The Purgatory prom? I only go stag to events. You know, be interesting. God. (laughs) You know, be interesting is if we find out how the mom is related to the witnesses. Yes. Because, like, Mm. or if she knew that her daughter was a witness, or if her mom was from the same time period as Ichabod. Can I get a witness? Can I get two witnesses? So that means her mom is a time traveler. No, I think. I mean. Because she can't be from the 1700s and still be Abby's mom unless she's a time traveler. I don't know. Henry Parrish looks pretty good for someone who's like <laughs> almost 200 years old. The writers will find too. a way. Yeah. It's true. Where there's, there's so much time traveling. Where there's a will, there's And we a still way. don't know what's up with dad. What we are we forgetting this episode? All I see on the board is OMG mom. That's, sad face. <laughs> and Frank's sad face. Frank's sad face. Uh, because Sheriff Reyes hunts or something. Um, so we also get... Um, What's his face? Holly. Holly. He gives uh, Ichabod some new papes. Some new papers. But he teases something fairly important. He says, if they're this powerful with one coin, how powerful would they be with a set? So I feel like throughout the series, like, he might come back with that and have more than one, and we might be able to pull these out of our toolbox. He is going to go Indiana Jones on us and try to go hunt down these coins. Yeah. So Um, hopefully he'll only get four of them, and then the... (laughs) And then what? Oh, I just don't feel like we need a fifth a fifth coin if he's going Indiana Jones. It's so uh, oh, oh yeah. I it's, see what you're I doing. I see what you're <laughs> doing. You're talking about the films. He's trying to make a I, sequel joke. I hope that they only get three because three was the three? right number of coins. Well, maybe maybe we can just like have him find oh, like right. one here and then one there and then oh, here's the other twenty seven. Right. I also think that it could be something they're setting up now to pay off three, four seasons from now. Yeah. You know, like that would be nice. one coin was devastating. Now all the coins have been released. Oh, snap. Everyone's going crazy and killing each other all across Sleepy Hollow. How do we resist? We cover ourselves in consecrated glass suits. Well, I hope the payoff is equal to the cost of 30 coins. Me too. I, I like that they're using it with history. I wonder if they're going to tap into any other ones. They, they, they use coins like this on uh, Grimm, used very similar coin device for Hitler. I wonder if we'll get to see where else the coins have caused damage. Let's, yeah, I wonder sense. if we'll uh, coin a phrase. Punter. It's not even the right way, right, nope. wonderful didn't way to no, coin a phrase. No. Didn't even do it. Yeah. Nope. Um, All right, I think... Wait, but we know Holly... Is kind of good because he helps Ichabod with the falsification papers. Exactly. 
of the papers that make him exist so yes. that now he can help out on cases. He can have a beer. Yeah, which Reyes is like, I can't find a record of you anyway. <laughs> which, Are we going to get to see Ichabod drunk? Yes. That now would that be he can so drink? hilarious. That'd be dope. With his not Sam Adams, Sam Adams beer. <laughs> that was a great moment. That yes. was a great moment because it's true. It's, it's true. It's Paul Revere. It's not Sam Adams. Let's just keep talking so Zach can't say what he wants to say. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a, a question about, because he's going to bring the papers to Reyes, right? Mm-hmm. She's a police officer. Won't, if he doesn't put that in the system somehow, wouldn't that Jenny can put it in the system. She's, she's Sarah yeah. Connor. She can do whatever she wants. Yes. Right. Okay. Connor. Agreed. Time for predictions. Ha ha! <laughs> right? Because it's now, sleepy time. You're after Buzz TV. Actually, it's about to be clean for an hour time here at the studio oh, at After Buzz. It's Tuesday sorry, night. Pal. So, what's going on? What's happening, peeps? What do we want to do next episode? I watched it on Hulu, so I don't know what's what the preview was for next week. Yeah, me too. I watched it on Hulu as well. <laughs> Did you watch it on Hulu? Here's the facts, guys. We're going to get some artifacts and some Hessian attacks and maybe some back scratches. Oh. Yeah, that's next episode. Interesting. I don't feel that that's accurate. Yeah. I would like to see <laughs> Katrina do something other than overhear conversations, obviously. Yes. yes. I can't sue as well as Matt. I'm sorry. I do like that they brought in this dynamic of she's protective of Henry, which is why she's staying in the house. So they give her a better reason than just, oh, I'm just here to spy. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's actually really staying in there just because she wants to see what her son is doing, which that I appreciate. But still, give the girl more to do. I I think that that'd be a great way to go. I'd love to see her pulling his strings like she did this week, like Mm -hmm. realizing because he's staying in that house that like, there's a there is something there. Yeah, there's and as this we saw, side of him that still clings to his parents, and yeah. he, and he's angry about it. That's why he burned his childhood b- birthing bed because he doesn't want to admit that he wishes that his life was a happy one. Mm-hmm. He still has regrets about the way his life has gone. He w- he wishes that his life had been happier. That scene made me think that he's going to become good, hmm. and not as the but horseman. But how do you unhorseman yourself? <laughs> Once I mean, you've been horsemaned, I don't know if you can be unhorsemaned. I mean, sometimes you can be unhorsemaned. But no, I I honestly think Okay, this is gonna be crazy prediction, and you guys are gonna be like, you're an idiot, and I'm prepared for that. Okay. Henry Parrish You're an idiot. Become <laughs> Henry Parrish goes good to save either Ichabod or Katrina, dies in the process, and Frank Irving becomes the new horseman of war. Whoa! Whoa. Uh, that would be harsh. After Buzz TV exclusive. exclusive. That uh, would be nuts. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, that would be crazy. I actually, I could see that. that be My thought on it is that he's the horseman of war. Who's to say how? What he, is he good for? But uh, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Uh, but if he controls the war, if we treat him like sort of like a god of war, who's to say that it has to go Kratos? in that direction? Like, yeah. that it has to be a war where Moloch wins. If he controls the war, who's to say he can't control the ebb and flow of it so know. that Moloch loses? He's That's why I think it. he'll be killed, and somebody else will have to be a horseman. All right, well, we'll find out next weekend in the weeks to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we will. Uh, folks, I, I will not be here next week for the show, um, but these folks are going to hold it down in my absence because they're amazing. How are we going to stay on topic without you? Um, I'd love to find out how. I would <laughs> just, love to see that happen. Call in during we would the show. love to see that, wouldn't just we, Just call in during the show saying, shut up, Stephen. Okay. Ran, like, um, probably 20 times throughout okay. the hour. Stephen, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter, 
at Lemieux, T-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X, as well as doing the Sons of Anarchy after show here. And you might catch me from time to time on Bar Rescue. Tune in then. Okay, Zach Wilson. Last theory. What if Irving is another horseman, not the horseman or if he's a new one? That's the contract set. So oh, that, that was another one that I, yeah. I didn't um, know, though. But you can catch me at that Zach Wilson on Twitter, and also here at After Buzz on Resurrection. Uh, I'm doing Ages of Shield next week again. Yeah, yes, Matt, you are because uh, Matt's out, and uh, so many more. Okay, I'm Jackie at one two three Jackie underscore B on Twitter, and at one two three Jackie B on Instagram, all one word. And uh, <laughs> there was also a Drunk History episode with Baron von Steuben. If you want to check that out, it was <laughs> hilarious. Where he was totally gay. Yeah, sweet. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can find all my videos for SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd, as well as on my personal channel on YouTube. Search for Matt Lieberman on YouTube. I'm doing a daily vlog series that's been really, really cool. Thank you all so much. See you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Night, sleepyheads. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.